You are listening to episode 52 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. It's currently the first day of my self-love challenge. Folks, if you didn't listen to last week's, I invite you to stop right now, go back and listen to episode 51, because today is the first day of the self-love challenge, and you're definitely going to want to be a part of it. I'm not going to give away all the details, so go back and listen and share with a friend. And if you're interested, please come join my physician Facebook group. It's free. It's for physician moms. It's called Mama Doc Stress Rx. We are going to be talking about it every day this week and offering support and love to one another. Because why not turn the dial towards love in our relationship with ourselves? Just wanted to give you that reminder here today. Now we're going to dig right in to talk about something that I hear from often from clients of mine, and I used to be in the same camp. Conflict. Many of us dislike it immensely. So today we're going to talk about how to deal with conflict. What is conflict anyway? I looked up the definition and it says, a severe disagreement or an argument. It's no wonder that we don't like conflict. So of course it's uncomfortable for us, right? So anytime we want to do something in life or we don't want to do something in life, it's because of an emotion, right? If you've been listening for a while, you understand that we do or don't do something for the way it's going to make us feel. So when we're thinking about conflict, of course it brings up a lot of uncomfortable emotions. So let's dig in and find out a little bit more about it. Let's get curious. Like why Number one, do we dislike having a disagreement with someone? You can answer that question for yourself. It's not always one thing. Maybe we're afraid of someone being angry at us. Maybe we're afraid of someone having strong emotions and maybe crying or yelling. Maybe we just have always been thought of by others and of ourselves as the peacekeeper. There's so many different reasons why. And it's really just good to understand kind of our default thoughts in our brain. Because when we take a step back, and this is what I work on with my clients, is it's a conversation that we're having. Let's drop the word conflict, right? Unless it's an act of war, which I certainly hope it's not, like let's drop the word conflict because that alone just conjures up a lot of emotions and dread and fear and that sort of thing. So if we just look at the facts, it's a conversation that's going to be had between two or more people, and we'll be bringing up certain facts, right? Now, that seems pretty neutral. Now, I know it's easier said than done, but why is it that a conversation where maybe we need to tell someone that, you know, their work is lacking, for instance, I'm thinking about when I've worked with clients who have been working with a medical assistant who isn't quite up to par and they just hate to have to like tell them again and again that things need to be improved. They think of this as conflict, right? Because maybe the medical assistant gets a little defensive 
And again, I just want to pause and say, let's just get curious. Like, why is it a problem if someone gets a little bit upset? Why is it a problem if someone gets a little bit defensive? It's really not. So when we, you know, go into a conversation feeling more open, it allows for the other person to be more open, right? Because if you're thinking, okay, I got to go in to have this tough conversation, it's almost like you're putting your boxing gloves on before you go in for the conversation. How are you going to show up with your body language? How are you going to show up with the words that you say? Many of us have very much convincing energy or offensive energy when we're going in to try to make a point. It's no wonder that the other person then reacts defensively or acts kind of like in a fight mode as well because we've shown up that way. And it all starts with thinking in our mind, hey, I am going to go have this tough conversation. And then we think to ourselves, gosh, I hate conflict. And we just continue to prove ourselves true, right? But what if we just like drop the reins a little bit and again, go back to the basics and say, hey, this isn't conflict. This is a conversation. And when we get curious about why we have this, it really makes sense. Most of us like to be in agreement with those that we're with. Evolutionarily, it made sense that we wanted to fit into the tribe and get along, right? So it's no wonder that we have default thoughts that think, oh, I don't want to make someone upset. I hate when we don't all agree. Like, we can have so much compassion for that. And in last week, when I was speaking to my client, we dug in a little bit more personally about what it was maybe in her past that made it difficult for her She recalled an episode in middle school where there was a disagreement and she was then the outcast. And oh my goodness, I had such compassion for her. She had so much compassion for herself. And when we can remember that when we think about conflict, that it makes us feel like we're outcast in middle school, it's no wonder that we want to avoid it. Because we all know that middle school in and of itself is difficult we're growing, there are hormones, there's friendship issues, there are challenges with school, so many tough things. But one of the toughest things was when we would get in a disagreement with our friends and feel like an outcast from our group. So it's very innate in us to, quote unquote, want to avoid conflict. And yet as adults in life, sometimes we have to have conversations that convey information that might make somebody upset. It might make them feel bad. It doesn't mean that we're a bad person. And it doesn't mean that we can't deliver these messages in a caring, loving and open way. So again, when you have to have a conversation with someone that your brain is telling you, oh my gosh, I hate this. I don't want to have this conflict. Drop it right there and remind yourself, I'm having a conversation with somebody. I'm this person and their person X, and we are going to have a conversation about A, B, and C. And then I invite you to think, what emotion would serve me well? Because initially, when we talk about wanting to avoid conflict, a lot of us have dread in our body, a lot of us have fear, a lot of us feel very um, very strong, like we need to convince this other person that we're right and they're wrong. It's no wonder it's very 
uncomfortable for all of us, right? And your body starts to feel very tight. I call these very tight emotions. So let's think about what can allow us to feel a little bit more open, a little bit more loving and compassionate about this person we're having the conversation with, right? Sometimes just taking a deep breath and thinking, I want to show up with compassion. And we think to ourselves, I really care about this other person. We're on the same team. We care about the patients. I need to share this information with them. Don't those thoughts help you feel a little bit more open, a little more accepting, a little more like a teamwork attitude? And imagine if you on purpose think these thoughts and feel these feelings of compassion and acceptance of our colleagues, friends, family, whoever it is you need to have this conversation with, you show up with your body language being more open. You show up with words that are not criticizing and shaming. You're just stating the facts and saying, hey, I know we both care about the patients. This is just something that I've noticed and I'm wondering how we can work together to fix this problem. For instance, if it was something that you were discussing with someone at work, right? Do you see how different that feels than going in kind of in attack mode? That's what conflict is. It's attack mode or defense mode, depending who's calling the conversation uh, conflict, right? Who's the one saying, hey, we need to talk, right? Either you're feeling very offensive or defensive. And I'm just saying we can drop it. We can drop it and go in and realize, hey, we're having a conversation. And sometimes people are upset and that's okay. We can be here for them. This makes life so much easier when we realize that it's not quote unquote conflict that we're avoiding, it's that we're trying to avoid these uncomfortable emotions. It's okay for uncomfortable emotions to exist in our life, but I'll invite you to realize that it doesn't have to be so hard when we're having a conversation with someone where we need to share important and yet possibly hard news, right? See how this could be true in your life. See where you're avoiding having a conversation because you're afraid it's going to cause, quote unquote, conflict. Give yourself compassion. Of course, we don't like to upset people. We don't like to feel like the outcast. But what could you do to make this conversation more full of love and compassion? It is possible. I used to be the queen of conflict avoidance. In fact, I would go along just saying yes to things because I wanted to avoid conflict. And people-pleasing is definitely a subset of conflict avoidance. But I'm just letting you know that it is possible to evolve. First step is just becoming aware of how we're speaking to ourselves, even about conversations. Drop the word conflict, and it's going to be so much easier to deal with. Remind yourself that you're having a conversation with another human being and it's going to be so much easier. That's what I've got for you this week, people. How to deal with conflict 101. And until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.